day to day. You just sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today, I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson. I am your host. Across from me is the co-host of this show, Wayne, the hat trick Wizzy Webb. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. Fun? F-A-H-N, fantastic? Fantastic. Sure? Yes, sir. How's work? Work is great. Work is work? I love working with these kiddos, man. The little children's? For those of you who don't know, I work at an elementary school and I do BSI, which is the behavioral section of things, behavioral side of things. So basically the kids who don't particularly behave well in class, they get to come see They don't behave, they don't perform in their best behavior. Yes. Per se. Per se. (laughs) They get to come see me in the squad, okay? It's not a good thing when you come see Mr. Webb in the squad. Right. You gonna get yelled at and not beat? Re- not re- whoa, and, whoa, no, whoa, just whoa! <laughs> Too much dip on your chip over there, cuz <laughs> we don't. We don't whoa, 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 now! No, but we do. You know, <laughs> no, we do tell them what uh, they need to be doing. Okay, from time to time. But you know, it's work, and I love it. So it's not really a a struggle for me or a hassle. Bet. I enjoy being there, ladies and gentlemen. This is your first time listening to us. We are Entertainment Exchange, and we talk about. Movies, TV shows, sports, culture, social media, music, and more. All of it. Podcast sessions throughout the week. And on our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment. Mm -hmm. We just did some YouTube reaction to some trailers recently. Go over there. Check out our page. Enjoy. Today's the exchange. The exchange. So that means today is when we read aloud some of the questions that you guys have submitted to us recently. You can submit these questions through... Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag AskEX or in any of the comments of the posts we put on our Facebook page, Entertainment Exchange, or, yes, Wayne? No, finish what you were saying. Oh, I was like, you... Finish what you were saying. I just... Excuse me? Yeah, a... Mr. Market? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, we're not in school, bro. Or, <laughs> or on our YouTube page, any of the comments of our videos. We got three questions today. Okay, real quick. Yes. <laughs> All right, I just remembered something. Because one of our questions is about gaming. Yes. And a while back, we had the your yes. most embarrassing or embarrassing game. Yeah, embarrassing or gaming, funniest now, gaming moments. I don't have any. I just wanted to let you guys know that we didn't forget. I just don't. I ain't got nothing for y'all. My gaming experiences are pretty shallow. Boo. Now, I mean, let's talk about like when we're gaming with me, you, and Jeremy. Shout out Jeremy, the GOAT. We're talking about <laughs> the that. GOAT. Like, Things that are said between us are quite hilarious. Yeah, that's true. But other than that, man, I mean, the only other thing that comes close to it is me playing games with my cousin when I was younger, because we would go in, bro. I don't we would, believe we you. would stay up. We would stay up playing like WWE story mode and trying to beat the you whole. You played thing in WWE one night. back then, bro. Is this before like John Cena was on the cover, or this? This was before John. Like this is the this old was, stuff. So was the Rock on the cover back then? I don't Maybe? know. Maybe. I don't I don't remember who's on the cover, bro, but like Triple we, H maybe? Was it around that time up, when yeah. when they were popping? We'd stay up all night trying to beat the story mode in one night. Nah, fam. Yeah, man. That was I need us. my sleep. That was us. I need my sleep. Okay. Three questions. First question today is let me pull it up because I thought I had it and I didn't. Ooh. Question from Brett. Which MCU movie do you think is the most important to exist? Thor one. Ooh. Really? 
Okay. <laughs> Which <laughs> Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Which do you think is the important the, the most important boo. to exist? You go, mm. then I'll go. Most important to exist? Yes. Most important to you. To you. Or you I can go first if you want me to. I don't know. I feel like I have two. We you know what we can do? Most important to you so far. And then we can do which one do you think is the most important moving forward? Like, because it, it's... Well, why don't we split it up into three? We can answer this question. We can answer the in the other two you just said. That's what I just said. Re- different. Well, this one is the most important to exist. And you said most important to me and then the most important for the future. Well, let me rephrase. That's three different Most sections. important to exist. But it's a, sub- it's a subjective question. To you, you're going to say a different answer than what mine is going to be probably. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So most important to exist to me. Yes. I thought you were saying most important to me. No, no, no. Which, which is, the, okay. is the most important to exist I'm here. I'm here now. to you? And which is the most important to exist moving forward? Moving forward. Okay. Make sense now? Yeah. Okay. Go. So most important to exist to me. Yes. Dude. Because I feel like the obvious answer is Iron Man, the first one. Okay. Because that's the one that kind of started everything to okay. bring everything into motion. Okay. All that good stuff. But if I'm going like, man. Think about it. Okay, the most important movie, Marvel movie, or MCU movie to exist uh-huh. to me would uh-huh. probably have to be Civil War. Oh, why? Talk about it. Because I, that's good that's, I feel like that's the first time we get to see, well, besides the Avengers. Uh-huh. It's the first time we can see everybody that we know and love in the same movie, uh-huh. but there's conflict between the people. Okay. And how they kind of, how the conflict kind of started, how they ended up fighting it out, and uh-huh. how, kind of how it ended, and then like kind of like separated everybody. And from that point on, it was never really the same. Like, it uh-huh. was never really the Avengers. Yeah. It was kind of like, here's this group. we're a group of superheroes that yeah. kind of do things together sometimes. So I feel like that, to me, was the most important one because it wasn't the normal superhero movie it was okay okay, what happens when your superheroes don't like each other yeah interesting that's a good i I wasn't even thinking about that one yeah i i want to stay i'm going to stay away from the obvious iron man yeah because i want to stay away from that because that's clearly the one yeah whenever everything started yeah yeah the most important to me dr strange Ooh, go ahead, Most Dormammu. Important speak to me. on it. I'm going to speak on it, Dormammu. <laughs> you turn the first Dormammu, <laughs> chapter three. Um, Whoa. <laughs> Doctor Strange to me is important for a few reasons. One, multiverse. Yeah. Opens it up. First time you hear it in the MCU. And even though it's relatively later in mm-hmm. the game, as soon as you say multiverse, you can now honestly... Do Spider-Verse, Miles Morales, anything else that we see and read in comics is now possible. Because you explain that there are multiple realities and dimensions. And that means things that we've seen that we want to see on screen, we can use our own mind to just fit it in there. The Jane Foster Thor that they're going to do, you can easily explain, yeah, she was Thor in a different universe. And now they're bringing her to this one. That's a big... 
would you say that's more for the future, like your second part no, of the question? No, that's, that's your most important. That's my most important. Period. Because also okay. that that ties in. You you don't get to Infinity War and Endgame without understanding there's another yeah. dimension, reality, universe, yeah. whatever. Time you don't stones, get all that stuff. Yeah, you don't get any yeah. of that time. Stones, you don't get any yeah. all any of that honestly. Yeah. Without Doctor Strange, that's one. Number two, I. Doctor Strange is important to me. Doctor Strange is in my top five Marvel movies because uh, because at the end of the movie, and based upon what I know from Scott Derrickson, who's a director, he's done horror movies before. He's doing the next Doctor Strange is going to be more horror oriented. Mm-hmm. He, I, I, I'm gonna pee my pants. <laughs> I do believe he's a Christian. Repeatedly. He's talked about it before, and he made it an point of emphasis in Doctor Strange. Okay. He talked about it recently, I believe, on Twitter about a couple months ago when I was going through some of his trails about Doctor Strange. And the reason why, he said, you know what? I equ- He wanted to equate Christ, Jesus Christ's death on the cross somehow in a metaphorical way in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. So he made the ending of Doctor Strange not, hey, let's fight and fight this giant bad guy, but be about sacrifice over and over and over and over and over and over. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for that to be ultimately, like for Doug Strange to have the giant head and to know everything, to be a Tony Stark and then understand that this world and this universe is way bigger than just you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to do what's necessary, what's right, etc. And so... Dormammu, I'm here to bargain. I'm, I'm here to bargain. Dormammu, Dormammu. And so to realize, like, oh, I'm not going to just put on, like, I'm not going to, like, winter soldier it and, like, go to hand to hand, but I have to lay my life down, and I ha- I understand what's needed, so I'm willing to make that sacrifice and lay on that sword. I'm like, mm, that's important. Yeah. That's a good, I like that message. I think that's important. That's why I think of importance, you need that in the MCU you need to understand that, yes, these are superheroes. Yes, this is important. However, you need to have someone who's willing to understand the ultimate cost, meaning if they got to lay their life down or if they got to figure out the conflict by any other means than fighting and fisticuffs, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange is there. He yeah. understands it. Dr. Strange, because that's why him and Tony Stark, the whole thing with Avengers, like, yeah. like they, are the, they are two sides of the same coin. And the thing is, Dr. Strange now knows about now knows more about how big the scope is of the universe etc tony stark is just inside of tony stark's head yeah it's billionaire billionaire playboy philanthropist like he's in his head you know what i'm saying and that's why the for years in the comics in the and the did a good job in avengers and mcu their back and forth is very interesting and very funny if you listen to how they talk because you can see dr strange can see himself in tony stark but Tony Stark finally in the MCU reali- you know, realized when Doctor Strange told him, you got to be the one to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you got to be the one to lay. You see, you see what I'm saying? You got to be the one to lay your life down Yeah. to possibly fix all of this. So that's why I say Doctor Strange. Now, moving forward. Moving for you, forward. we've got Black Widow. We've got Eternals. We've got Shang-Chi. We've got Multiverse of Madness. Oh, so you're saying got, one of the newer movies coming out is going to yes. be important for Well, as I said, moving forward. The I'm last saying, game is Endgame, so now oh move okay forward. okay so which one of these new movies coming yes. out we haven't seen out yet. of Eternals, Black Widow, Multiverse of Madness, 
Blade, whenever that comes. Am I missing one? Shang-Chi. Out of those five. Well, that's the obvious answer. What? It's got to be Doctor Strange. Why? Because, I mean, kind of for the same reasons you said. Because with Doctor Strange, you can bring in more things Uh for a phase. Five or whatever. Yeah, for the The next next phase. yeah. Yeah. You can bring in all of the Miles Morales after that. You can bring in literally anything mm-hmm. you want. All those random comic MC or uh, Marvel comics that have nothing to do with anything, you can bring some of those in because now there's different Earths. There's uh-huh. different timelines. There's different alternate realities that you can bring into the MCU. So I feel like Doctor Strange would be the more important one going forward because that explains how different things can come in to the MCU because they could honestly keep this thing going yeah. for decades. For, for 10 phases, honestly. Yes, and I would be okay with that. Yeah. You can play it on my grave. Like put the, <laughs> play put, it on my grave. Put the TV up. Have the Tony Stark in the come out of your grave. Yes. <laughs> like Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. Do that for me. Um, I See, I think the Eternals is the most important moving forward. I could go there. I could go that route. The too. Eternals, especially with what they're planning to do, tell the story across thousands of years is what they're planning. Yeah. If they do this right, you could throw literally any Easter egg you could possibly want from the past, moving forward, in this movie. Yeah. You could see young Thanos at some point in this movie. You see yeah. what I'm saying? You know what would be funny if you saw young Thanos and then you saw um, uh, Don Cheeto's character? <laughs> <laughs> or Machine. Yeah. And he just reached through. <laughs> like, you could pot the amount of things you could do with the Eternals, because now... Oh my gosh, we lost Spider-Man. We had this conversation before. But if you want, and you're talking about Celestials, whatever that is in the next, in Internals, that opens up Galactus. That opens up Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. That opens up Doctor Doom. Because now you're getting cosmic. It's, if they're going to get as cosmic as they say, the Eternals is the place to start again. Because Eternals has to be basically Iron Man for the next phase or two. So you need this movie, one, to be really good, two, to have really good characters that you really like, even though they may not all survive, like Rogue One type of thing, but you ha- it has to be good, number one. Ha- number two, it has to be a good foundation to move forward, because after they move back with Black Widow, and it's just like a little side story, yeah. but after that... Then you've got Shang-Chi, which is a brand new person, but it's, he's fighting the Mandarin. Magic, cosmos, all that stuff. You're bringing in Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, which is going to tie into WandaVision, which they talked about. Mm-hmm. So if Wanda, if she's messed up in the head and she's making all this new reality for herself, and then she gets pulled into Doctor Strange's world, bro, like, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But I think in order to get to that right, you need to... Start with the Eternals, and if they tell like the Marvel story well, we're like, oh, here's like where Ego, the living planet from Guardians of the Galaxy Two. This is when he turned. It, you can see all that stuff as kind of like a, like an airplane flyby, of like, oh snap, here's Ronan, and we saw Ronan before, but here's mm-hmm. where Ronan like went crazy. Here's a Novacore. Oh my gosh, there's Nova. Like you, you have the opportunity to just weave through all of the MCU mm-hmm. and have 
you have the opportunity to pluck and pick. You know what? Let's use this. Let's use this. Let's use, and move forward. And if you do it right, people are going to be like, this is the most ultimate fan service. Like Endgame. Yeah. Where they were like, hey, let's go into all of our movies. Even the yeah. ones that y'all didn't like. Thor Dark World. And mm-hmm. make it really important moving forward. So now you have to rewatch Thor The Dark World. You can do the same thing with Eternals. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And we moving on. Moving on. How do you feel about reboot slash remakes? What's the difference for you, and what are some good and bad examples of each? Wayne, how do you feel about reboots slash remakes, or what's the difference to you? The difference between reboots and remakes? Yes. Well, I feel like if you're remaking something, you're telling the same story, but in a different way, kind of. Mm-hmm. Maybe just because nowadays things are better for... For movie purposes. Yeah. You have more technology that you can use at your disposal. Um, so when you remake something, you're just making it, you're just amping it up a little bit. Like, re- take, I guess, like Aladdin. Uh-huh. How they remade Aladdin, but made it live action. Mm-hmm. Because you have that technology now. I mean, you could have done it before, but they made it animation for before, making it live action now. You can make it kind of, I guess, more relatable to people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because as a kid... I like I'm no I'm not gonna find a genie that's gonna make me a super genie. dope and then turn me you know like get me to get this really beautiful girl that I've been crushing on for like forever. Margot but, Robbie. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. Um, but like you make it a little bit more relatable because now you're actually using real people. You got technology. It makes it more a little more entertaining. Yeah. Because you're using real people. Yeah. And so I guess a remake in that sense I'm okay with. Remake like that is good. Okay. Um, I guess reboots is like when you bring something back in order to keep it going for a very long time. You're rebooting it. You're bringing it back with the intention of making it last a little longer. So, I don't know. What's a good example of a reboot? Like a. I like, it's, I may. I think I'm on the opposite. Like, maybe I'm. Maybe I think a remake. Is literally just redoing what you've done before. Yeah, but you're, but because you have better technology, you're doing it a little bit better, yes, a little bit different. But it's still like Lion King is a remake. That is a shot for shot okay. remake. A reboot is where you take something from before and you have the ability to branch off into other stuff. Yeah, like I said, you can re- rebooting it. You're taking something that was done before mm-hmm. and you're re like when you reboot a computer. You're not remaking that computer. You're rebooting it. You want to. You want it to be able to no, come back yeah, to I life. Agree. Yeah, to yeah, be yeah. able to use it. But for, I think in re- the future, I think rebooting means you have more of a possibility to not do the same story over again. If that makes sense. Yeah, because you want to keep it going. So you add other things. Yeah. So like they like a remake. Like Lion King 2019 is a remake of the old Lion King because you yeah. just said you know what. We got better technology. Let's just do the same thing. Just update it. If you wanted to reboot it, then you would have you would like, do it from Scar's perspective. Y- or do something it from Scar's like perspective, or at the end have like Mufasa's voice come back and be like, "Oh, I thought it was dead," and then like, boom, reboot. <laughs> oh, I thought it was dead. You thought, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, boom, reboot because they're gonna they're leaving you with the anticipation of expecting another line. Yes, because they want you rebooting it. <laughs> I thought it, thought I was dead. So. I guess that's the difference for me. I uh, I don't really care about reboots or remakes 
as long as they're done well, I guess, then I, it doesn't matter to me. You got to make your money somehow. If you I'd like to see more reboots than remakes. Yeah. I just don't want, like... Because remaking, some, remaking something sounds lazy. It it really is. It's like Re- you didn't have I'll any more ideas. Remaking is lazy. Because what it is, is it's... Remaking is the same people who... Like, so here's the thing. Stranger Things is a reboot of, like, The Goonies, Stand By Me, where they take things that they've seen, like The Goonies, kids fighting whatever, Stand By Me, kids against whatever... E.T., a kid against an alien, and you reboot it and you bring it into something new. That's a good, like, example of a reboot. But a remake, like, let's say The Lion King, you get more remakes if the same people are in the boardrooms that were in there 20 years ago. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. If five... 28-year-old white guys are in the boardroom and they're like, alright, let's let's make this movie. Because most movies are just remakes of remakes of re- you know what I'm saying? It just goes yeah. back years and years. So if they're in this if they're in this building, say, you know what? We're gonna make Lion King. Flash forward 20 years, those same five dudes are still in the same boardroom. They're just older. Then you're going to be like, well, what can we do that we really like as kids that I think the next generation will like? Oh, let's take the Lion King, but update it for the newer generation. I get it. However, that's just lazy. Mm-hmm. You won't get these different styles of movies unless you don't, unless you have different people and different cultures in those boardrooms. Does that make sense? You That's won't, why you said white people. Yeah. I was like, what? You know what I'm saying? Huh. You, we, let me rephrase this. We were able to get a Crazy Rich Asians movie because they were Asian people in the boardroom. Oh, yeah. And I just saw something about. Bro, we'll say that for next week. You guys have mentioned gaming a lot in some of your videos. What are some games that mean a lot to you? Question mark. Some games that mean a lot to me. Yes. Whether now, in the past, got you into gaming, just something that means a lot to you. And we can popcorn. We'll do one game, then another game. One okay. game, then another well, game. Well, I'll start it. Okay. I will say, and it's going to sound dumb, but Madden is a game that means a lot to me. Okay. Mainly because me and my dad used to play Madden religiously. Religiously. Like back on like the PS1. Hey. Yeah. This is John Madden, like 99 yeah, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, folks, John Madden yeah, here. <laughs> like, we would, he would always whoop me. Like, it didn't matter. <laughs> but I love playing Madden. All right. He'd always whoop me. <laughs> and Madden kind of played it, played a role into, like, me being a Steelers fan and all that stuff because growing up, I loved watching Jerome Bettis. Uh-huh. So I would play as the Steelers, mm-hmm. play as Jerome Bettis. I love running over people, did not care. And then I was like, you know, I like the Steelers. I like how they, you know, I like playing with them on Madden. I was like, I might as well like them in real life. Real life, let's get Bad. it. Big Ben, Antonio Bad. Holmes, Troy Polamalu, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. James Harrison, Antoine Randall, L. Antoine Randall, L. Like, let's go. I'll take it. Was Tommy Maddox the quarterback back then? Oh, yeah. You know, bro. I know that because my game is going to be ESPN NFL 2K5. 2K5? That was the game I played with my sister. And friends all the time. And it was a game that 
ESPN released same year as Madden 05, mm-hmm. or right before Madden 05. And they released it at $20. And so me, being a broke black kid who <laughs> mowed lawns, I was like, either I could pay four or 50 I think games were $50 back then. Maybe, I don't know. Games were 50 for like PlayStation 2. And I was like, this game is 20 bucks, bro. Yeah. It was 1995. Sorry, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Skip a year because I got Madden 04 with Mike Vick on the cover. And I was like, man, I'm about to roll out everywhere because mm-hmm. it's Mike Vick. And so I got this game and it was everything like ESPN because back then ESPN was legit where like Scott Van Pelt was there. SVP. Uh, 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 what? Is, how am I? How am I blanking? Black dude. How am I? Uh, uh, Stephen A. Not Stephen A. No, no. Oh, why am I? Oh, oh. What's his name? Why am I? Why am I blanking too? I don't know. I'm sorry. Are you talking about the guy who died? Yeah, recently. Oh snap! Him I hate myself Ernie right now. Back, he would he would cover Ernie on Johnson. ESPN. Yeah, he would cover ESPN sometimes. Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott. Thank yeah. you. Oh my goodness. He back then they had all the funny commercials with the mascots yeah. and the players. And so when they had a game, it had most of that in the game. Whereas Madden, like the Madden presentation was the same every single time. Yeah. Didn't really well, good change. Good afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. This one was like, and let's go live to Chris Berman in the booth and talk about the upcoming games. I was like, oh, I can watch Sports Center mm-hmm. on my game? Yeah. Like that had never been done and still hasn't been done since. I still think to this day, if, if EA didn't license itself completely and take NFL... If there was an ESPN NFL game coming out in 2020... Oh, I'm taking that. You kidding me? They would have sideline interviews. They would do, like, in-game, they used to do, like, oh, if you were short if you were short enough or close enough to the first down, they have the line judges come out and do the chain measurements for first down. Yeah. They would do sideline reporting. They would do, oh, that person got injured. Is it really bad? Oh, snap. Get the cart. Let's get the cart and put it... Like, they would do all of that to the point I was like, yo... Look at all this. Mm-hmm. And then I went to Madden the next year. I was like, bro, this is boring now. Like, yeah. where's all the cool stuff that I really... So that's a game that I really enjoy, especially football-wise. Go. Popcorn. All right. Um, Let's see. Another one. Ooh, I'm trying we'll to do think. do a few more. I'm trying to think. Ooh. So this game kind of launched me into, like, story-based games, okay. I guess. Cause I really, I wasn't really big in the story-based games growing up. It was literally just like Madden, and then I had, oh, really? I had like my PSP, and so I played Madden. Interesting. That. I played NBA Live on my PSP, all that stuff, bro. Like I, it was it. Oh, also I played God of War. God of War on my PSP. Uh huh. And I was that was probably that was only story-based. Flip yeah. the wooden air, cut blood. That was it. Good times. It's PSP <laughs> graphics, you know. Like, yeah. It wasn't the best. Yep. But that was probably the only story game I'd ever played. Period. Maybe. Interesting. That I can remember. Uncharted 2. Uncharted 2. I I skipped the first one. A lot of people didn't play the first one. First I never, one's okay. I've never played the first, first one. First one's okay. You cannot go back to the f- to the first one. I After don't plan you go on two it. or three, because there was a gap. Uh-huh. It was like first one, I think, and then three years or something to the second one. Uh-huh. And the... the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The technology jump... It's just oh lord, <laughs> like it's crazy. Yeah. So but yeah, Uncharted two. Uncharted two. I jumped in, and I was just like, "Yo, this, this is game, video games now. Like, like we can do this. Yeah, I can climb and like climb 
the sides of buildings yep. and mountains. And, and then the like, camera will zoom out. Yeah. And then see you on the side of a building. You're like, yeah. yo, I just climbed that. I just did this? That's me, fam. Hold up. <laughs> my, my name is Nathan Drake now. Hold up. <laughs> Get the win. <laughs> my name, Nathan Drake. Yeah. Yeah, bro. So Uncharted is definitely I jumped into Uncharted 2. Okay. And I mean, I've never turned back. If they make another Uncharted game, I'm buying it. I'm in the line. With the pre-order, with uh-huh. the receipt in my hand saying, uh-huh. give me my copy. I'll buy that. I'll buy the copy. I won't even buy the digital version. I'll buy the copy of Uncharted <laughs> for sure. I think I still have 2, 3, and 4 on disc somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't have them now. But uh, I, they have a, a whole collection yeah, of Yeah, you get the Nathan Drake uh, I'm not still not playing the first one, though. You may, might as well. They upgraded. I um, don't know. You're going to store? I'll go story. Spider-Man 2. Ooh. Spider-Man 2, for me, was the first, like, open world type of game that uh-huh. I played. Probably, yeah. I think, ever. Spider-Man 2 and, like, Kingdom Hearts. One of those two. See, but I played Kingdom Hearts. This kid's so I much could, I couldn't get into that. It was just, it was a kid's game, but it was like, yo, there's Donald, and there's Goofy. Like, it was weird, yeah. but it was like, it had the characters that you watched and really liked. And so it kind of pulled you in. It was like, oh, these are, like, Disney characters. But... Spider-Man 2, being a big Spider-Man fan, and after Spider-Man 2, the movie, was, which was amazing, to me, second to Spider-Verse, um, actually maybe tied now, Far From Home, forgot about Far From Home, yes, uh, that game is incredible, because Spider-Man 1 was good for its time, but you literally, like, it would just, like, shoot webs f- to the sky, and you couldn't fall, like the ground, you couldn't go in, on the ground. Mm-hmm. If you were swinging, you were swinging up in, like at the very tops of buildings. Yeah. And then you would just, it would fade to black down below. So if you missed, you die. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up. That's it. And to go from that to Spider-Man 2, where I could legit climb the Empire State Building and jump off. Mm-hmm. And web around the city and chase Doc Ock and chase... Uh, I almost said Magneto, sorry, Mysterio, and catch these annoying kids' balloons and all these like little things yeah. in the story and do speed like web swinging. It was just like, I can go anywhere as Spider Man. Like that blew my mind in 2002, 2003. And that's that's mine for that one. You go. So, story, okay, let's see. We'll what do else? two more each and then we'll be done. Let's see. I'm trying to think. I already did my sports. Okay. Did my story. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't really play a lot of like those random like offshoot games like uh-huh. little, like Little Big Planet and stuff like that. Like I don't play those. I, little Big Planet was fun. Little Big bro. Planet was kind of was pretty dope. That was a little fun. bit. Sack Boy. That was that game was fun. I don't, I don't really dive into that <laughs> into that section. You don't dive into indie section. That nah. Much. I don't know. I'm trying. I. Really, I'm trying to think. I don't play a lot of like. Give me some other ones. You want me to go next? Yeah, you go. Give me, give me some time to think. Uh, I will go. I was gonna save it for the last one, but I'll go last of us. I was gonna save that for my last one. Oh, but that's a obvious man. The last that of game. us is, which the only criticism which I can understand people be upset is that it's not like a game game. It's more of a game movie. I got one. But yeah. As far as narrative and storytelling. And graphics. And graphics. For Naughty Dog to go from Uncharted. And they're like, all right, we're making this new game. And I'm like, all right, cool. Let's see what you got. And to have something probably, I think to me, top Uncharted was like 
impossible. Mm-hmm. So when that game the came last out, of us topped Uncharted. When that game came out, and I played through it, I laughed, I cried, I freaked out, I, like <laughs> all the emotions you can imagine. Vegetales. Yeah. I laughed. I, I cried. It moved me. It Bob. moved me. Bob. <laughs> it moved me. Bob. All the emotions you can get in a movie in a great hour of TV, whatever, was spread across hours of gameplay. Mm-hmm. Which which is why I think if games are done correct like The Last of Us, they will leave a much more lasting impact to you, my opinion, than any other media form out there because of the time spent. I could but, watch Yeah, cuz you're you're the one going through the game. You are an active participant. Yeah. You are not a passive participant. I can be like, yo, the Avengers is really good, because it was. Avengers Endgame, great. Last of Us, it doesn't top the Last of Us for me. Broke. It because, because you're I'm the about one. To spoil it. it doesn't top it doesn't top uh Joel falling on that spike. Yeah. You ride on a horse, and the next thing you're doing is you're playing as the girl mm-hmm. in the winter. And you're like, time out. Nah, fam, we're Joel. Yeah. Like why is she all alone? What's going on? Like, why is she capping bunnies like it, this, bro? Like, it's not going to top the feelings that you, yo, why is she cutting this dude? Like, she's macheting this dude's face. Oh, my gosh. She won't stop. Mm-hmm. What is, yo, the black dude had to shoot his own brother. Yeah. Bro, he shot himself. Like, all of these emotions that you're feeling in the yeah. game, that was one of the heaviest, most amazing experiences I will ever remember, period. Yeah. Because, like I said, from the beginning of the game to the end. Which is why I was listening to uh, Nolan North and Troy Baker talk about it. Because mm-hmm. Troy Baker played Joel. What I didn't know, what Nolan North told me, is that Nolan North is in that movie too. The guy who played Drake. The guy who plays Nathan Drake. Yeah. He played David, which is the creepy older guy who put her in that cage. He played him. Exactly. Yeah. What? The bit role, but yes. Again. So... And hearing them talk about the fact that, like, there were, if you go back and listen to everything David says, he's 100% justified in what he says. Like, he's trying to keep her safe. That's why he has it. Like, he's not, we get the vibe that, oh, he's, something's off, something's off with him. Mm -hmm. But if you actually listen and pay attention, they were both explaining how, like, there is no hero or villain in The Last of Us. Which is why the game, choice-wise, is so good. Like, you feel so much a part of it. It's that the only bad guy is like nature and, and the zombies and all that stuff. Yeah. The rest is people either trying to survive and having bad breaks or trying to survive and having good breaks. Bad breaks, Henry had to shoot his own brother. Yeah. Good breaks, they see giraffes. Bad breaks, Joel said, you know what? Fluff the world. I got my new daughter. Yeah. Bad breaks, he... Oh, I'm sorry. That was... Yeah, bad break. Good break, him spending time with his daughter and then his daughter dying and... Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's just uh it's just every single turn it's like yo this world bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. That like got... nothing in the Last of Us is that's why the Last of Us 2. I'm ready. Who do you? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So, a game that meant a lot to me. I had time okay. to think. I figured it out. Yeah, two more. Go. Two more? Yeah. Cuz you're doing one and then I'm doing one and then you're doing I'm one. I might say both of them right now. No, you got to say one. Okay. Dang it. One of the but, other. But there, okay, but there's two games that are the same. They're pretty much the same thing. Nope. One. I make the rules, boy. Then I make my own rules. All right. I'm going to go the whole 
um, Telltale Walking Dead series. Ooh, because that's good. Because that was literally a movie that's played good. out where you made the choices and some of your choices didn't end up the way other people's choices I ended like up that. and stuff like that. And so I played that whole series. Yeah. And good Lord, talk about a roller coaster of emotions. I think one more so than two and three. Because just I had the time. I actually had time to sit down and go through one almost all in a, like in a sitting. Uh-huh. Two and three were less at once, but... Uh, season one yeah perfection that's one with lee yeah right? yeah yeah and that ending season mm-hmm. one perfection all of that stuff because that's around the time walking dead was in season two or three or four at that point they were starting to pick up some steam and so here, here's the thing i didn't start playing those until later on i didn't start playing those i was watching the walking dead yeah still am waiting for it to come back i started playing those probably around season six or seven maybe really yeah i was i was late you were to the late, game. late i was late to the game okay and i See, loved I, I played it i played back when it released episodically mm-hmm. i played the first episode then i literally waited until it was all available on a disc and then i got i was like i can't like i can't wait after yeah. playing the first episode i was yeah. like i will i don't care because, yeah. like, digital wasn't as popular now. So, like, on the PlayStation Store, it was like, yo, you can do this, but it's only an episode. And I was like, oh, so it's like a TV show. And then I played through it, and I'm like, oh, it's like a comic that you're making the choices, and yeah. it actually means, like, in effects. I was like, no, nah, I can't wait for this, bro. You got it. I'll, I'll, I'll take the hit, not look at anything, and wait five months and buy the disc. Yeah. And so it, it kind of plays out like this game I played before called Heavy Rain. Have you played that? Yes. That's my last one. And see, that's the two that I was talking okay. about. I was going to tie them both together because Heavy Rain was the first game I ever played heavy where all game, you do is where you make choices. first to me. That game... Sean! Yes. Sean! We had, to, we had to keep calling for yep. it. I was like, bro, let's stop. That, I, that tugged I, at my when heart. When I played that as man. a kid, that ruined me yes, for a bro. while. Because I was like, oh, this... Like, one, it was a detective yeah. thing. So I was like, yo, I'm 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 like I'm trying to figure out who died. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And then you realize what happens and the the tech and you realize all cuz I remember I had the demo. And the demo was the part where you're the you're Scott Shelby. Okay. And you're in that apartment and you're raiding that place. Oh wait, okay, no. And you have to like do do the punches and fights and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And that was like early in the early in the story and that was the end of the demo. I remember literally waiting month after month after month for the game to come out, and I got it immediately. Because it was also, the, the the cover was just an origami thing with blood on it. And I'm yeah. like, ooh. Yeah, the I mean, origami like, As a kid, yeah. I didn't, yeah, but exactly. Woo! Man, Heavy Rain. Heavy Rain was good. And so man. that was why when I started playing the Telltale games, yeah. why I was so interested was because I played Heavy Rain, and I was like, that game's oh, dope. I forgot about Heavy Rain, And even bro. though the graphics are different over here, it's still the same kind of thing where you make the choices, yeah. and whatever you choose kind of, you know, depends heavy on where you end rain, up. Heavy Rain, man. That was... Yeah. Heavy Rain. I for, I completely forgot about it, but that literally, that was the That game sits in the back of my head to this day. Now, that, that... To this day! So there's a game called Life is Strange... You may have heard a little bit about it. Yes. It's very similar to Telltale's Walking Dead. 
just as sad. Maybe if not a little sadder. It's a very oh, good story. Goodness. But it's about like this kid in high school, early high school, maybe middle school, dealing mm-hmm. with life issues. Something's happening, attacking the town. She has these power. Like she doesn't know what's going on in her life. And you peel back like layers are the episodes. Ogres have layers. Ogres have layers. And so ultimately she realized, oh, I have the power to change like things or memories. So she's like, I don't want any bad memories. So she goes back and changes some of her bad memories. But then that affects her present. Mm-hmm. She doesn't realize that. Oh, I don't want I don't want my dad to be gone. Or I don't want I don't want to say it specifically, so I'm gonna say something like it. But I don't want my like my dad or my mom or my family member to be dead. So you know what? I'm gonna make sure I'm in the car with them and tell them to move before the train hits them or whatever. Come back. Oh, I wake up. There's my dad. There's my mom. There's my sister. Let's go outside. Oh, snap. My sister just got hit by a car. Oh, my mom has cancer. Oh, all the, whatever you change is a butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. has effects somewhere else. Yeah. And that's it's a cycle of her trying to figure out, well, what do I actually do? Like, how do I have to be okay with my family members dying in front of me? heavy stuff heavy stuff don't think you're ready for that oh man but that was uh that was very good um hellblade senwa's sacrifice i played recently oh that's the one where you're the kid with the the with the paint on his face or whatever yes and every time and it's a consistent story and so she had i forgot what it is like the voices in her head whatever dissociative identity so you hear voices with the headphones really good game fun game but dark game and definitely like it was made for it was made to talk about people who have those problems and deal with that games can be deep now i like deep games i like playing games that are like simple like madden and like i Mm -hmm. but i as a kid gravitated more towards story games because i i associated with the same thing like comics and stuff like that where it's like I can, like, my brain can escape from whatever I'm going through, dealing with whatever right now, and be like, okay, I am now Miles Morales, and I'm fighting the Green Goblin. Yeah. I am now in this heavy rain story, and I gotta find the killer. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't Hellblade the one where, like, if you die in the game, you have to go back to the beginning? Yes. If it was, if you, you had three or four chances... Because there was a sickness on your arm. Every yeah, time you died, yeah. the sickness would go up your arm. Yeah. If you let it go all the way up your arm, start at the beginning all over again. Yeah. Great design. Great game. Um, I'm looking at one more. I'm going to make sure I get it right. But the last one on my list is going to be Senwa Sacrifice. Yeah, that was the name of the... Because yeah, because all the people were whispering, go this way, go that way. No, no one loves you. Like stuff like that. And I was like, yeah. bro... I can't play. I can't play this. I just want to move. Like I tried to play it. Like I was like, "Oh, I'm playing in the dark." And about 15 minutes, I was like, "Nah," because she was like walking. She sees like a like a a tree, and the tree's on fire, and people hanging from the tree. This is all your fault. Like I was like, "No, no, 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 no." And then you think about it because they released a couple of videos. Like we know friends and family of ours that like they struggle with stuff like that, where it's like they are constantly anxious. Because they themselves, their own body is telling them, like, hey, you suck. Yeah. I'm like, dang. Life is hard, man. Um, my life last is one. Life is strange. Life is strange, man. <laughs> See, I did there? 
My last one is going to be uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yo, that's a dope game. Horizon Zero Dawn is a beautiful game. I never finished it, but you never finished it. No. The reason why I, I put it on this list, it was more recent, but mm-hmm. reason why I put it on this game, put it on this list is one. Uh, that's the first game I ever used like the photo mode with. It's in like more than more games than not nowadays, but I took some beautiful yeah dude photos in that game to which I said, yo. Forget school, man. I'm going to be a photographer, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was beautiful. Number one. Number two. Soundtrack. Amazing. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Again. Mm-hmm. Number three. The story is fantastic, bro. The story is fantastic. Especially with the foundation of, like, the foundation being matriarchal instead of what it normally is, patriarchal. Yeah. Whereas, like, in society... You're so and so's son, like, especially back a couple, you know, in our past. If you weren't the son of so and so, you weren't allowed to have certain things. You weren't the son of so and so. Like, if it wasn't passed down the line, then you're like out of luck. In this game, it was more of like, yo, where's your mom? To the point where, pe- like, she was outcast because she didn't have a mom. Yeah, and I was like, dang, because you, because you never see stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just patriarchal. So it was cool for them to switch it and be like, she she's the one with no mother. Like she like and it'd be a huge yeah, thing. The motherless. And then you understand, like, oh yeah, because th- your mother's the one who gave you life. Yeah. You need to be con- all of those little themes and tie-ins, I was like, bro. And then the freaking idea of like, yo, let's make the earth prehistoric because of what we did. Yeah. But yet let technology advance. Yeah. Which is like just a revert and it was just like oh we got like friggin metal pterodactyls mm-hmm. but it's a swamp and i can't go nowhere yeah. like it was just a great blend of everything i ain't got no game. boat i ain't got no boat they got spears and bows uh, and arrows and then i'll put god of war as a slash because the new god of war finally finished holy crap okay. especially as someone who played the old god of wars mm-hmm. and it was literally like hack slash sex blood yeah that's all the old god of wars was for this one to have a soul (laughs) and play like an uncharted yeah or a horizon zero dawn and actually have him like uh throw the axe talk to your son yeah stuff that's like hard for you to do boy boy like stuff that you're like oh i'm kratos i can fight yada 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 but then like realize what the toll does to your psyche and your son like yeah wow Video games try to make you fail some. So, in my last before one. Before we leave. In my last one. Yes. Or last two. I got a slash. The the game that put me on to, like, war games. Okay. Call of Duty 2, Big Red Big 1. Big Red 1. Big Red 1. Hey! Boy! The when one. I, when I tell you, I, I can remember sitting in my apartment, com- in my apartment, in my apartment complex, on my PlayStation 2, I believe, Playing Call of Duty, Call of Duty, 2, Duty Big, Big Red, Red One. One. I remember you rolling into this town on like the trucks or whatever, Dude. or the tech. And you, you would get off, and you had like this rifle, and I for like because it was like the first war game I ever played. I'd ever played, ever. Period. I, didn't, I don't think I played anything like that before. And so for me, I'm getting uh, off, and I'm trying to like Call shoot of people, Duty, Big and like Red I can't. One. And I was so trash. 
that I like was stuck on the like one of the first levels uh-huh. for weeks, bro. I could not get well, that's past the first it. Call of Duty game that he played, right? That was the first okay. call ever. And so yeah. from then on, I was just been like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call. Of Duty. I mean, and then Battlefield came in. I was like, okay, Battlefield's kind of dope. But I've I think always been a Call of Duty. I think I like Call of Duty three more. Which one was Call of Duty three was like World's Finest or whatever was the third one, and I had I played that one religiously. Two was still good. I played three religiously. I don't think I played three. And then I think four was a uh, was Modern Warfare or was it no? It was like Vietnam was next and all that. And mm-hmm. then I kind of like eh, Rock yeah. Band's on that list as well. Yo, Rock games. Band. Oh, yeah. Rock Band. Okay, but then my slash. Okay. Grand Theft Auto. Really? Now hear me out. Grand Theft Auto was fine. Everybody it like, like my favorite though. Grand Theft Auto is one of my favorite games <laughs> of all time because <laughs> any time that I was pissed off in the world or just mad, you just drive or just, around I would people? just give me a car, son. Nah, you want to give me a car? I'm gonna throw you at your own vehicle. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna drive off. Which one do you remember the car. most? Ooh, the one I remember the most is Grand Theft Auto. The one where you're was Nico, the Russian dude. That's four. Yeah, that's Nico the one I remember Bellic. the most. Yeah, I like that one. I remember three the most. The Which one, one was right that? before that. That was the first one to ever like, like one and two Grand Theft Auto were all top down. So it uh-huh. looked like a Pokemon type of thing. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first one to go like, oh, an actual like open world, quote unquote. Uh-huh. That was the first one. I'm like, oh, you can jack cars and do this and do that. And I put in the cheats and all that. That yeah. was the oh, one the cheats, I man. played. Yeah. That's oh, the one. Actually, the that in uh, San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas. San Andreas. Everybody loves San Andreas. Yeah. But, but I mean, obviously, 5 has been... Oh, 5? They released 5. 5 is 2013. That's crazy. Six years. The fact that they've been able to keep it going they and it's still popular and it's still Six years. And I think the going. next one's either next year or the year after. Yeah, I'm waiting on that one. I'm not getting... I don't think I'll ever get five again. No. But I'm waiting on six to come out. Well, because... Well, before we go, Rockstar, because they have... They either, they either flip-flop because it takes a lot of time to their games. Mm-hmm. So, like, I after might get five, five... I might get five again. We got Red Dead 2. Yeah, and see, that's what that's what I really want to play. Is see, Red and Dead. I haven't got into Red Dead Two at all, but from what I hear, it's fantastic. And like, if you get caught in that, you'll be in that game forever too. Yeah. And so, why they had to do that? Then they had okay. Now we got to work on the next Grand Theft. They kind of just reverse snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snip snap. snap. Stop, stop. You don't stop. know the physical toll. <laughs> the snip, snap, snip, okay. snap, snip, snap. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this a little bit longer episode of the Exchange. The exchange. If you'd like to send us questions, don't hesitate. Send them to Instagram, Twitter, using the hashtag AskEx on our Facebook page, Entertainment Exchange, or on our YouTube page in the comments of any one of our videos. Wayne. EX does entertainment. Sign off for us. Signing off. You already know it's your boy, Wayne the Hatrick Wizzy Webb. That's David Johnson. And this has been The Exchange. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Continue to listen. But most importantly, love God, love people. Adios, amigos.